everybody, on this episode of the MacGyver After Show, we're breaking down Season 1, Episode 16, Hook. Find out here uh, as Mike is going to drink a whole bottle of hot sauce as we do the show. No, Let's not. do it. <laughs> You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> oh, yes. Look at that. It's some new school MacGyver song playing us in here to the MacGyver After Show here in After Buzz Bringing TV. Bringing us in. Yes. As always, folks, we're here every week breaking down every episode of the MacGyver, after, uh, MacGyver Show on CBS, Friday nights, 8 o'clock. I'm just telling you the airtime for that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. And I'm your other host, Mike Kalinowski. You can find me at Mike Kalinowski. Look at that. Very Pretty simple. Easy. I don't got a snazzy... Naz- snazzy uh, Call sign like you do. No, but I feel like it's much easier for people to find you because you know people are like. It, well, is... then they try and spell my name and it doesn't really happen. If I had a, if I had an easy name to spell, it would be easier. But I think people are like, "This is Happy Go What? Why am I? Who's this? Who's this guy? His name's Frank. Why yeah. is he Jackie? Who That's is right. this? Yeah, I feel like as, as I try to follow more people on Instagram, uh, they go like, "Happy Go Jackie's following you." Like, who's this weirdo? And so any any friend that I know is not really following me back because they have no idea that that's what my handle is. Great hot social media talk here on the MacGyver After Show. I know that's what you tune in for. Of course. Yes. So it's the thing the kids forgo, do nowadays. <laughs> forgo talking about the episode. We're breaking on social media. Uh, no, we're talking about uh, Hook right here, the latest episode here. I'm so, I st- I just, I know from the beginning, I, I know this. that's what they do. They're just common every day items or the name of the episodes, and I don't. I just don't like it. No? I don't know why. I just don't. I know the title has nothing to do with, with anything about the show. I mean, not, not I don't, I mean, it could, it's irregardless. It's Irregardless, is that the correct term? Like, it doesn't matter. Yes. But it just bothers me. I don't know why. It, doesn't bother, it just bothers me. You'd rather have just like, uh, you know, like yeah, a tale of two bounty hunters. Something like that. Buttermilk pie. This should be called. Ah, that's true. Buttermilk See? pie. All right. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I get what they're doing. I completely understand why. Well, you know, it should have been moonshine. Should it have been? Moonshine. That would have been great. Yeah. Yes. Moonshine. Because that was another thing that he used in this episode. Yeah. That would have been more memorable. Yeah, actually use something in the episode. Yeah. That, if they were going to do that. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not one of the writers. Uh, well, we start off the, this episode, we kind of like start like a little flashback there in terms of uh, in Uruguay. <laughs> and I have to say, from the beginning, I'm like, nope, this is fake. But as the scene played out, they answered the problem. Yeah. Because I remember, I think as every kid growing up, you always had a fear of quicksand. I, I, every true. kid. Every, we thought we were going to die with quicksand. And now, it was people don't die in it. You know, that's the thing. You just don't. It just, yeah. It's just almost impossible to the way it always is portrayed as a kid growing up in cartoons and TV shows you'd watch. So, But then he starts describing it. I'm like, oh, okay. It's a smart, smart show. Yes. Because I was like, they're not going to die. This is this is false. And Yeah. That's true. But but you do think it's the other way. It's like dehydration, yeah. exposure, things like that. Yeah. Uh, like like thrombosis from like the pressure below <laughs> that's going to affect your legs. Like, so that was kind of cool. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I feel like, you know, so uh, as always, Jack right, kind of relies on Mac to kind of like, you got to have a way out. Right. And his big idea is just to scream for help. For help. And that was it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I was, you know, they kind of do their little pre pre thing. But do you want to see Mac just uh, kind of not have an option? Well, I don't know what he was going to do. But uh, on the other way, I think the writers wrote themselves into a corner because we didn't see how they got out. Very true. Uh, we have no idea. And we it just, just cuts to it. So I didn't know if I didn't know if this was one of those ones where um, going into the episode and then the credits were going to come up and then we'd see two days earlier. Yes, I didn't think, but they didn't. This was just them on another mission, and the writers thought it was cute scene, but they never showed us how they got out. 
No, all it was like they, they just referred to it as like the Uruguay mission, like is it Uruguay? And like, yeah, we don't so I know. guess people had to find. I, I don't. We don't know. So yeah, and it's not like what's the one that they're always talking about? Colombia? Oh, I know. Um, Bogota. It's no, Colombia. Cairo. Cairo. Yes, the Cairo job. Yeah, um, which we'll find out about that. Yeah, uh, I don't. It was. Yeah, you know. it seemed weird to me. It seemed like when I when I didn't see like the connective tissue to the rest of the episode. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I yeah, guess it's a cute scene, you know, showing the, the two of them together again. Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing that, or as we're looking about, like, you know, like connective tissue there is it seems like the big plot or the, like a dangling thread is what's the deal between Jack and Maddie? Yeah. And I mean, and it seemed weird to me because this episode, it's like Jack kind of doesn't want to talk about it at all. Where when, anytime they ask about it, he starts telling them movie plots. <laughs> I didn't fall for, I, I fell for the diehard <laughs> until it got to like, Towards the end, I was like, "Oh, it die hard." Nah. But I was like, first, I was like, "Yeah, okay," because you, you you wouldn't be surprised to see Jack saying, "Oh, you know, I was married and it was on on the rocks." You're like, "Oh, wow, okay." And yeah. Interesting little backstory we yeah. didn't know about that. Uh, but it seemed weird because, like last episode, he genuinely started to tell it was going to start to tell him until they got interrupted yeah. at the end of the episode, like what the deal is between uh, he and Maddie. Right. And so it seemed so weird for me that like he was at that point where he was going to tell them to then now this episode like. Always just kind of deflecting it. Yeah, I was like, "Well, why are you doing that?" This is, you know, I think this is that carrot they're going to dangle in front of us for a while. And I don't know how much of it is like if your friends keep asking you something about that, just to kind of, you know, despite yeah. them, you're just going to not give them what they really want. Right, right, right. So yeah. maybe that was the case too, but it just seemed kind of weird. It's like these are your best friends. So like, yeah, if you can't tell uh, them. Yeah, but I'm kind of like you, you. You almost die with these guys weekly. Yeah, was it really that big of a deal? Like. Do you have? I don't know. Do you have an affair with her? Went bad? I don't like. I don't know what like. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, Jack does say that uh, he did something. He disobeyed orders, and that's something yeah. that Maddie doesn't he, like. And that he Maddie took a really big personal hit for basically almost like. It was okay, so maybe it's him. some kind of interagency. Like she lost a job or got demoted or something because she was his subordinate. Maybe yeah. it's more, maybe it's more that, and not so much personal. I mean, personal, but it happened at a professional level. Yeah. And I feel like Jack is really ashamed of what he did on there, but I also yeah. feel like the they're not the rest of the team's not going to judge you. I mean, my yeah. goodness, like you just who, you know why wouldn't you tell them? I don't know. I don't so, know. It got a little frustrating for how this is drawn out, and then we never really see any sort of, any sort of resolution to that. I mean, still, it, yeah. And I, I feel like at this point, the way they end the episode, like we're not going to get that. Maybe. Yeah, I really thought well, we'll get there. Yeah, at the end. Of the, yeah, uh, but we start off, of course, playing truth or dare. As you always do with your friends. Does she play? Do we? Do we? No, I can. I, I cannot think of the last time I ever played Truth or Dare. I think I was probably thirteen. <laughs> but even then, I wouldn't want to play with my group of friends. Like, I mean, it's kind of awkward. Like, well, I feel like it there should be like romantic people involved in there that you'd want to like you know kiss or something like that yeah like stuff like that yeah. so i can understand why bozer wants to be in there then. of course yeah he's yeah. hoping he's yeah. hoping he's Smart like thinking. you know but other than that it's just the, all the group of them i'm like uh, i guess i don't know anyone out there please truth or dare now yeah. <laughs> anyone that's uh you know of a certain age more than 13 plays truth or dare with your buddies and lady friends, yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah, just on a regular basis. Like yeah. every Friday night, we get together. We play. Truth That's what I'm there. saying. Like, is it kind of like the equivalent of beer pong now with people? Like, let's play some beer pong. Yeah, let's. <laughs> hey, hey, who's up for a run of truth or dare? Huh, guys, ladies, anyone? That's right. <laughs> you know, I uh, know. 
Ivan Soto uh, chimes in and says, we won't find out beca- about Jack and Maddie uh, because they finally made peace. Which So that's going to be upsetting, though. That's true because uh, like, like that, that you know, to have this be like such a, like a kind of thread between for two episodes at least, right? To not know what the deal is would be kind of irritating. So I feel like the why bring this up if you're never really going to address it? But again, as you said, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I do like though that Jack. Uh, of course, everybody wants to know what the deal is with Ian Maddie. So mm-hmm. he decides to uh, forego truth and decide instead to dare. He doesn't really play the game well. No, that's he. he, he he doesn't even play the game right. No. They, he took truth. He had it, to be truth. And he says, no, I'll do the dare. I was like, that's not how the game works. You're stuck, man. You, I haven't played in 20 years, but that's not how it works. Yeah, come on. you, you got to be honor-bound you know, right yeah. there. you gotta, you got to stick to that, you know, your first choice. Instead, he has to drink a bottle of hot sauce. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Couldn't do it? I'm you, not a hot sauce guy. No, At all? No, I don't like wings. I don't... I mean, I, it's weird because I grew up in Buffalo, New York. It's the home of the buffalo wing. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not a buffalo wing guy. All right, what about like if you go to like uh, Taco Bell or something like that? Do you put any sauce uh, sauce on your? No, no, no. Just sans sauce. Salsa. We, we got a second here. I can tell you a story about okay. sauce. It's right. you know. Of course, this is my guy. After show, we always have time. Uh, uh, I'm of a certain age, you know, old enough in my life, and for X amount of years in my life, I don't like spicy foods. I just don't eat them. So I'm out having uh, Mexican food with some friends, and I get fajitas. You know, fajitas come with all the foods on it, whatnot. And I eat everything, but I leave the tray and then pick up, and it's just peppers on it. And my, my friends like, you don't like peppers? I'm like, nah, man, I, ha- I hate spicy foods. I can't eat spicy foods. I hate them. And they're like, they look at me for seconds, like, yeah, peppers aren't spicy. I was like, okay, funny, but yeah, they're spicy, so I don't eat them. And they're like, Mike, peppers are not spicy. Green bell peppers. Are-. I go, what? They're like, eat one of those. And I was like, if, if this is hot, if I get burned my mouth because of spice, <laughs> you know, there's going to be some words. And sure enough, I ate the green pepper and I was just like, oh, it's not spicy. For my whole life, I thought that green peppers were spicy. You, and it, only because anytime you see pictures of Taco Bell, whatever, there was always peppers surrounding the garnish. Yeah. So I just put two and two together. Like any pepper, no matter what, Jalapeno, bell, yeah. red, orange. I just thought they, I antiquated it with spicy. So now, do you eat the peppers when you I have love peppers. I love them. I put them on everything. <laughs> Cold, hot. I eat them by themselves. No. Re- really? Green pepper? Slice a green pepper up and eat it? Really? Oh, I've never a, done it's that. It's a treat, man. No, let's treat, treat yourself, buddy. But again, so now back to MacGyver. I apologize for the segue. <laughs> no, no, that's a, that's uh, a good I would moment. lose my mind if I had to drink hot sauce. I would die. Real uh, Die. But you couldn't forego the dare. You couldn't change your mind and say, oh, I'll tell, I'll tell the that's truth That's why I would have gone truth. All I right. wouldn't have been like Jack. I wouldn't have uh, pushed out. All right. So if they would, if you would have gone dare, and they said drink that whole bottle of hot sauce, would you? Have what happens up? if you back out on a dare? Man, you, well, I don't you remember. Lose I respect so to your friends. Well, I would. I I take it. You take the you take the loss of respect. Yes, over drinking <laughs> hot sauce. No way. All right. Well, uh, they end up going into. Uh, they get called into work. Of course, uh, Maddie calls them back into the Phoenix Foundation. Now she does not get invited to their little truth or dare party there because Jack was supposed to invite was, her. And given the friction between the ah, two of them, that's right. That's why he didn't kind of extend the invitation. So, because uh, everybody, as they say at the beginning, like everybody else is on Team Maddie. But who wants to bring your boss to beer night? You know. Yeah, that's. I would not like even as as cool of a boss as I just feel like. I mean, she she was much more of a. Hey, let's invite her over Thornton. Oh, Thornton's Thornton a stick in the mud. No, but Thornton would show up at like events uh, at the house. She would. She yeah, would show I up. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but and everybody here, after especially after the uh, the, uh, the events in San Francisco last episode, everyone everyone except Jack is, as I say, are, are Team Maddie. 
And yeah, Jack's the they're one. On board. Yeah. Uh, understandably so, because there is some kind of, you know, other thing in the past that we never find out about, which is frustrating. Uh, but uh, they do get called back into the office there, and they're uh, a member of the uh, Arme- Armenian syndicate. Uh, the Armenians Fe- now. Yeah. Yes. Are they the, they're like the global big bads now. It used so, to be the Russians, and now it's Armenians. Yeah, uh, Marsifian? Marsifan? I... Uh, uh, basically, he's right. wanted for killing at least uh, 19 police officers. Ooh. But they aren't able to prove it, though, because he has a person almost like um, uh, uh, in, in Pulp Fiction. You've got a, you've got a cleaner yeah. who's going to take care of your bodies. Care of it. Yes, yeah. and that's Deckard. Deckard with he, his, what did he have, a trunk full of body bags, bleach, and... And some, a shovel? Yeah. Yeah, and I do like... And uh, look, Mac- <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I can, think of, yeah, like, I can think of ten things we could do with that. And it's like he would. He, yeah, it's right. true. It's like no, nah, knock it up. That's when. Yeah, that's not true. Sometimes the easiest solution is you know the the, the simple one. Is right. It? Yeah, this is the best one. Uh, but so they find uh, Deckard. He was pulled over in St. Louis for speeding. They found the shovels and the bleach and everything. But the only thing they could get him on was an unregistered handgun. Mm. And he made bail, so he's yeah. out. And and he has disappeared into the wind. And so the idea is that it looks like he's making his way towards Mexico to kind of just finally fall off the radar. So uh, Maddie sends him to track him down and pull him back. And uh, they head up on the road, and uh, they find out the car is only about a half mile away, and they find it's kind of been knocked off the side, like somebody's (laughs) bumped it off the road. Uh, And I'll see some pepper spray uh, and some industrial strength uh, pepper spray and some red paint on the side of the truck. Uh, so they figure, like, all right, somebody knocked him off the road. Right. They go to a, a local bar, and they find that red truck. <laughs> and they're just sitting there. Yeah. The local bar. And interesting, I, I do like the approach, like, who would be dumb enough, like, if you have a bail, they figure it's a bounty hunter. Right. And if you have your bounty, you wouldn't, why wouldn't you just go directly to where you can go to get your money? Yeah, why like, did they go there? Why Why are you hanging out at a public place just kind of bragging about it? And um, he's, he stuck him in, a tr- in the bus compartment. Yeah. Uh, but we find out our bunny hunter guy, he's smart because he, he did see Mac yeah. and uh, oh, okay. Jack so following them. Maybe he went there to, well, he went there then to get rid of him. He, he, as he said, he went there to kind of figure out like what your deal is because he yeah. saw you guys. He didn't want so to bring he, him back to his base of operations. Yeah. He was smart. So uh, let's find out what your deal is and maybe uh, get you out of my hair right now. Uh, and so uh, I do like that uh, he doesn't call himself a bounty hunter. Uh, Billy, as we find out his name later on, Billy Colton, uh, refers to himself as a bail recovery agent. Not a bounty hunter. That's not mince. He's mincing words there. It's there the same thing. <laughs> but it sounds classier, doesn't it? It does. It yeah, does. I'm a bail recovery agent. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> and I did like the one scene in there where they're playing pool. Now, did this bother you because you've never seen this before? Like you, you mean how he saw like the math and he saw yes the angles. That was a really interesting approach to that. Something that we've never seen right. kind of breaking down before. Yeah, so uh, I'm curious. I mean, gosh, we're what 16 episodes in, and it just pops up now. Which I, I could always see him doing stuff like that. You know, you would think he's a smart guy in math and everything. Yeah. That's probably how he sees the world. But would you have like I you know I didn't mind that effect I thought it was kind of no, cool. No, it was kind of cool. Would you have liked to seen it from the pilot? Other, uh, from the pilot or yeah. just the used before? Uh, uh, when when you introduce new things like this, it's kind of out of left field. It's like, yeah, sure, he always. It's not like a, a skill he acquired. He's always been able to think like this. Yeah. But it's just a new. I think this is a director probably. You know, probably this is a director's choice because they had to film it. And you know, do the angles to coverage to be able to then put that in in post production. So they knew going in. So I think I wonder if it's or I wonder if it's a writer that wrote that in 
you know, overlay graphic Mac, you know, Mac Vision or whatever. Yeah. Although I guess I like, like pool, it. pool, it kind of fits. Yeah, because, but because I think like Mac making like yeah, improvising around him, he's improvising like different parts and elements. I don't know if you could necessarily see that kind of like mathematical equations, kind right? Of crafting right? Over yeah, it's it, it is a yeah. But I didn't mind. I didn't mind it for for the pool thing. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got uh, over now, in the see, chat. Ivan's with me on this. Should have been established from the beginning. See, yeah. Like so. uh, Good I mean, man, Ivan. Good I mean, man. Because it was, I, I guess, the one thing we did have from the beginning, which we've kind of dropped away from, was kind of like identifying the that, pieces that he's pulling. And we talked how we didn't like that. Yes. Because we could see what it is. We knew that that's what that is. You almost want to see, like, some kind of way, like... Like, I do... I, yeah, I don't want how him... things combined. I don't want him... It, it's tough because his character doesn't really rely on that. Um, I think there was a show that used to do it where it would show... It was a guy that was just smart... Um, almost like a, a, a Nash from Beautiful Mind, where he saw the well, world. Well, there's numbers that was on also on CBS, where he worked for the. He was a mathematician that right, also right. worked for the police. Yeah, or Did the they FBI, do that? where he would yes, he would write down equations and kind of express like how things would work. And okay, it always they'd always kind of like move him over to the side and he'd be explaining how these equations apply to real life situations. I remember. I don't. I don't remember. Where I saw this. It was just he would like if, if a guy. Let's say a guy's running away from him. He would take. Like a pool ball, and he would angle where off of what he could bounce to hit the guy in the back of the head to knock him out. Oh wow! Okay. So it was like stuff like that. That it was real world, kind of in a technical way, showing that even he was not just a guy with a gun. He could use the environment because of his how smart he was with you know that kind of stuff. Which is Mac is definitely fits in that mold. And if we see more of that, I'm, I'm on board. I guess. Yeah. As a one-off, it just seemed more weird. Than yeah, cool. it was just weird. Okay, but I get—I totally—I don't think I would have needed that. I could have seen Mac eyeball the thing, the, the pool table, and I would have known what he was doing. Like, oh, he's figuring angles out. Yeah. Oh, but the other thing is too is like, do we need that shot? Uh, uh, because right. it, does, it doesn't really advance yeah, the did, plot. Yeah, it at was, all. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it wasn't there, it would not have affected the story. And I don't know. Yeah. It was a directing choice, um, but though we do find out that's like, hey, we want the, we we want this guy, uh, we want this deck guy, we got to take him back with us. Yeah, uh, and Billy's like, hey, you know, uh, you think you're gonna take him away from me? It's like two against one. As Billy say, not so fast. It's two against everybody else that's in the bar. I bought him around. There you go. Uh, yeah. well, that's way to buy buy loyalty, man. Just get him a hey. drink. Uh, and we do get to see a little cool fight sequence there. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah, it was cool. I thought Mac was ridiculous again. <laughs> How so? Building that thing that was like, what was he building? Were they nunchucks? Yeah, I, he made like, nunchucks out of pool out of a pool, pool cue. But Mac's getting or Thor, Jack's getting beat up, and he's like, <laughs> a little help. He's like, hold on, I'm doing this to give you a weapon. It's just like you could have gone over there and jumped on the guy. I. Sometimes his skills are unnecessary just to do stuff, I think. You know, uh, and it's the thing of the show. But jump on a guy, you know, it's like oh, I'm trying to equate that to like teach a man to fish, you know. It's like yeah. <laughs> jump on a guy, it's fine, but you give a man fish. a nunchuck. <laughs> but you give a man a nunchuck and he'll, you know, he can beat off everybody around him. Uh, so while Jack's using the homemade nunchucks, Matt goes out and uh, slides underneath. Uh, this was, I call bunk on this. You do? I'm calling bunk. Well, have you ever tried to rip a bumper sticker that, off? Are you have you ever? I can only guess that it was like one of those magnetic bumper stickers. 
where it's not a sticker, uh, but it's like magnetic. You're, blow, so. you're blowing my being mad. <laughs> so, I guess. I, well, I it's okay. So I assumed. Well, you're right because he stuck it underneath the car so there was the metal. Yeah, I thought it was just sticky. I was like, well, there's no way it's still sticky. Why is he trying it? But it was magnet. But right? then there I also wonder like how you're the right. magnet is affecting the cell phone though too, because wouldn't that affect? Well, what did he? He took something. So was he, he was wrapping the I magnet with like some kind of wire or something. Wire. To be able so to that hold would it be. Onto yeah. It. Okay. You you guys are right. There I'm wrong. Go. There you go. Use the magnetic uh, bumper sticker, man. I then I'm on board. Uh, this is like he's cool little. Uh, 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 oh, as Ivan Soto says in the chat, Jack is Delta Force. Why is he getting uh, his butt kicked by a bunch of uh, hillbillies? Uh, good point. And Ivan, it was not intelligence, but that's also a very good um, idea of what I'm talking about with that show. Intelligence was on CBS with um, Josh Holloway. He saw the world kind of like that. He had a computer chip in his head. Oh, yeah. That, and that yeah. helped him. But that was not the show I'm thinking about, but that is a good way to, you know, but they established that early on. Um, yeah, I don't know why Jack's getting his butt kicked by four hillbillies <laughs> Ivan, that's not my words that's Ivan's words um, but yeah uh, but we do find out those uh, uh, I do like uh, during the, the match uh, the, Billy does something to watch out for Ned he's a biter and then we do actually get to see which that is weird just, like why is he he's trying to bite him he's like, you know that was an actor that loved like oh I'm, I'm the biter I'm gonna really get into oh, this I can bite he's like yeah I want you to try and bite him you really try to get him he's like oh yeah <laughs> alright man uh, you know, uh, that was, uh, he was bragging to his friends about that. What? Just me, I'm a guy, man. I'm going to be the biting guy. Uh, but they do, uh, with Mac's phone underneath his car, he does ask Jack for his phone, uh, which I can understand why Jack's reluctant because every time. <laughs> I remember the last time he put him up in a balloon. Yeah. I think it was in Paris or something, that balloon. Yeah, how much is true? Yeah. Why would you keep giving your phone to a guy that you know it's never going to come back? I'm sink down there. I'm sorry, guys. Uh oh. Mike's oh. sinking, everybody. There's a sinkhole right here in the studio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they uh, they do track uh, with Riley's help. They do they're able to track the, uh, the, the, the 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 his vehicle. Yeah, and now I don't remember if it was that scene where they're tracking or later. But they we finally see the computer lab. Remember we were talking about last episode. We wanted to see them like in a lab with other yes. lab people, not just in their main room. So that was. You know, yeah, because I was kind of rallying Bozer's kind of plot for theirs. That right. finally they want to know what the deal is between Jack and Maddie, and uh, Riley has got their file, but it needs to be decrypted. Yeah, and so she needs someplace private that she can go without anybody any prying eyes, and needs Bozer to help kind of, kind of hide her in the sense in somewhere in the Phoenix Foundation. Why did they go to the public room then? I, I, I don't know. Maybe they need private out of that area. I guess. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that was. I don't know, kind of a lame subplot. Are we picking it apart too much? I don't know. I feel like I think that's the, the point of the show, though. I think, but I feel like I, well, are we being too tough on it? I don't know because I think we, I think we agree, uh, and I don't know how the chat feels about this, but I think the best episodes is when at least uh, Riley and Bozer are in the field yeah, with them. Yeah, I agree. I feel like when they're separated, I feel like you rarely give Jack or, or Riley or Bozer like really much to do. I mean, Riley's yeah, just, this was she's just you know tasking away on her computer, you know, just in right. the Phoenix Foundation. I feel like that's. It's never. That, I like when they are in the field. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that offers much more fun elements mm-hmm. for them. To Agreed. Do. So uh, these past couple episodes has been very much like they're back in yeah. the Phoenix Foundation. They're just men in the laptop and Bozer. Unless that's a Maddie call, where she's like, "Ah, oh, you're not the field agents. They are." So. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess I can understand that Thornton was a little bit more like you know just off the cuff. Like, yeah. I'll throw everybody in the field. Right. That's true. Since the evaluations, I, they really haven't that's, gone on the field. Yeah. They've been kind of just. Uh, hmm. Locked down, yeah. Uh, which yeah, I don't. As for just me, as enjoying the characters, I don't like that dynamic. I don't either. 
I think it's more fun to have them sparking off each other. Yep. Uh, but they they follow the, the trail over to Mama's Diner. <laughs> And find out though that Mama it, that threw me off for a second. I was like, "What? This guy just parked again?" Yeah, and I'm like, come on, what's going on with this guy? He sets them all up again. I bought these guys a bunch of dinner. I know, uh, and now they're going to beat you. But up. made good sense why they were there. That's right, because they happen to figure out that this is uh, the the VIN number for the vehicle is registered to that address, and they're stuck there. And Mama's uh, Mama's the head of that house. Okay. Now, okay, so how'd you feel about this? Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was up on the on the twist because as soon as they walked okay. in and she was like, "Oh yeah, they're they're in the back." I'm like, "This, this guy's in the back." Yeah, like, eh, this doesn't make sense. I did not care for Mama because mm. I think there could have been a better choice. I, I I don't know if I'm saying I wanted a like anytime I think of a woman in the South, a Southern cooking when they say that, like a Mama like that. Like, she's, like, big and sassy, and, like, this woman looked very put together and very, um, uh, like, on, like, like I would see her on, like, Scandal. Right. Yeah, like, Carrie okay. Washington gotcha. vibe. She okay. had a Carrie Washington vibe, like, very put together. I could see her in a business suit, this woman. Whereas yeah. I wanted, a, I wanted, like, a... The old Southern... I, I, I'm, I'm not from this, this area, the South area, but I grew up in... South, you know, the South and, and driving through Atlanta and Mississippi and New Orleans and all that. And so I'm used to these diners and and the kind of people that populate that. And I just, it didn't read right to me. I think the only reason maybe is that if she's dealing with people that are going to be paying you $4 million, that, you know, she's... A little more active. Yeah, she's dressed in the part. I mean, she's, you know, got to be a little bit more upscale, okay. maybe. But that's... Uh, Even the daughters seem kind of... Um, I, I, I'm trying to. I, I would say the word urban, but that's not right because that gives a different connotation. Um, rural versus what is the opposite of rural? It, it's yeah. I mean, I guess urban. Like, yeah, I mean, urban, I can't. Yeah. But it's not. But urban, know, but when you think yes. urban, I think street, and that's not what I'm trying to say yeah. here. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, it's almost like country city kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah country yeah. mouse, city mouse. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. And they felt very city mouse to me. Okay. Where. The guy didn't. The two brothers, him and the other brother, if it was a brother, yeah. they felt fine. But it was the two ladies who seemed very um, made up and very... More polished than they should yeah, be. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Because they're in this southern backwater town. And anytime you think of these bounty hunters, you think of like Dog the Bounty Hunter, the most famous one. With all the ladies with him, those women are like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 10 miles of bad road right there, yeah. these people. But it felt, but it feels real. Because you're like, oh, those are... Yeah. So these felt... Kind of actory to me, maybe. Okay, I, 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 I'm sorry if that's bad. No, no, no. You know, I mean, it's kind of an interesting idea where they uh, they run a restaurant, but they're also. I did hunters. like that. I love the fact that it was a family business. For some odd reason, this just struck me as I don't even remember the name, but it was the mom. Maybe it's the Ma Gang from the old Batman '60s TV show, <laughs> like Ma, whatever. And she yes. had, like they were like bank robbers, and it was the mother and the boys. And yeah. That's just what it struck me as. But I loved the vibe of it. I loved that it wasn't a dad or a male father figure mm-hmm. who was in charge of it was the mother. They had the the business. They were very honorable, you know, mm-hmm. as far as the rules and the contracts and all that. I loved that. I will tell you the th- thing that, that that did bug me, though, is that uh, so they started interrogating Jack and Mac uh, over buttermilk pie. And I do like that Jack now, loves that buttermilk pie. What have you ever- I've never had buttermilk pie. It sounds terrible. I think I've... But it looked great. It, it looked great. I think I made it once. It looked like looked like a coffee cake. Yeah. Is that what it was? No. No. 
it's more like a pie. It's like a. It's a, I'm not a big like, pie. Guy. Like a, like a chess like a chess pie. Yeah. You know, so a chess pie. Yeah. What's a chess pie? It's uh, it's it's not quite. It's like custardy, but a little bit oh, harder. I don't, like, I don't like custard. Oh, come on, Mike. But uh, do you know how many times they said buttermilk pie in this episode? Lots. My, why? Like that almost got annoying to me. <laughs> the, uh, like the amount they kept saying they couldn't just say pie, dessert. They had to say buttermilk pie every time. Butter, like, By course, the end of the show, it really annoyed the hell out of me. The, the buttermilk pie with Jack's fans. face when he ate bit into that buttermilk pie. Yeah. He was. I like that he was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. He was like, "Oh, this is gonna be whatever." Like, oh, hold on a second. Oh, oh. <laughs> and Max like, eh, "Can I have some whipped cream, ma'am?" <laughs> the thing that bugged me though is that she starts interrogating them, uh, yeah. and I do like you know, Mama's smart, figures that the uh, you know they're lying. Yeah. Jack's Delta Force. Look at the calluses on his fingers and stuff yeah. like that, which I like. All right, that's cool. Yep. The one thing though that kind of irritated me is that so they Mac and Jack really stick to the story that they are fellow bounty hunters. Okay. And, you know, I know, like, Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Foundation kind of off the radar in terms of government agencies. Right, right, right. But it just feels like, shouldn't you have a better cover story for Jack and Mac? to Like, some kind of ID, something that they can at least give to people to make them think that they're affiliated. Like a fake ID? With some other government agency or something? Like, if you don't want to show the fact that you're the Phoenix Foundation. With the DPC? Something. Something like that. Okay. Because I felt like, I think like them trying to continue the lie that they're fellow bond hunters wasn't making, and it just kept on, it got them nowhere. I, I mean, is the, again, we don't know the parameters of this Phoenix Foundation because it's not a clandestine organization. They have a building and I think, I mean, the name is on the outside of it. I know they put the title up, but I'm assuming it's a it's in a populated area. It's in Los Angeles. Yeah. So it's not like it's in the middle of the Ozarks or, you know, up in the mountains of Colorado somewhere. It's a populated area. And they liaise with the CIA and the FBI. We've seen other episodes. So. But it seems like there's. Yeah. How is. Yeah. Is, I don't get their level of covertness. Yeah. Because certainly like our FBI guy from a few episodes ago had had no idea about the Phoenix Foundation. Mm-hmm. Because he, when he reaches out to Maddie, yeah, he goes, yeah. well, you off the radar. And I figured maybe you know who these guys are. Right, right. we don't know they're not affiliated with any agency. So I feel like at what level do you have to be at any of these agencies to realize that the Phoenix Foundation exists and that you're partnering with some of them? So it seems like yeah, a Yeah, because and it's, not, it's not like the original series was a privately funded think tank where they would they would work with these government agencies but it was no control but these guys have SWAT teams with them like tactical teams so they have to be under jurisdiction to yeah. be able to have weaponry and vehicles and all this and operate on American soil so there is has to be government oversight yeah it just it, 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 as they say like oversight at the end of the episode Maddie has to explain I, I gotta talk to oversight about why now we have to pay these folks there four million dollars yeah it just got frustrating to me like you're kind of leaving them out there without Saying, I mean, it's like you're like domestic spies. You can't tell the organization See, that you're I, working for. That and was, that's, maybe that's what it was. Where again, I'm forgetting with the original show, but it was like he was an independent contractor of the foundation because this way, if things went bad, they were not responsible. It was he was a third party operative. Whereas him, their government op, the, like you said, I sign your paychecks. Yeah, so they're getting paychecks from somewhere. Yes. You know, government, there's a trail. There's a paper trail with there's these a guys. Budget I, I don't yeah. believe the original Mac was like that. You know, he was kind of, and I think, if I remember correctly, that was the original 
idea for this show was Mac was brought in to help the Phoenix Foundation as opposed to being a member of the team. Okay. He was brought in for his skills because he was an outside party. Yeah, I just because I felt like this it gave him it put him such so much in the hole trying to deal with the Colton family. And uh, Ivan Soto uh, asks in the chat, Mike, did you like this Colton now, family better than Ivan, the one in the original? I ever? did not know there was a Colton family in the original. So you're ahead of me on this one. I did not know no, so that. We're, so I, that, that's cool. So we're getting kind of like a redo of the Colton family in the new. I'll, I will look that up for next episode. Awesome. I apologize. I, again, because it was the original show was seven seasons, and I have not watched nearly all seven. And it has been a very long time since I've watched. Gosh, I watched the first season re- like before this one was going to come out. Uh, but man, you're you're on your stuff there. This well, is good. It, I mean, it definitely it feels like set up for the sense that like we're going to see these these, these, char- these characters. Right. That again. was it. Was by the end of the episode, especially with them all there, and especially what happens with with Jack and the girl. Mm-hmm, there you but go. I was like, this family dynamic. Every character, well, actually, the brother had some good moments too. Every one of those four felt fleshed out. Yeah. Which in a one hour episode, including bad guy on your own team, that's a tough nut to crack. But everyone got fair fair play. I think the only one that didn't was the bad guys. No, that's true. But but I think the bad guys were just in service of the Coltons. Like, we yeah. wanted to get to know them and get to meet them. Which is what I enjoyed. I enjoyed the, the Coltons very much so. Yeah, it's just, I again, I just, I, I, I wonder why Mac and Jack couldn't be straight up with them. Uh, like, why they weren't allowed to do that. Maybe just because, to me, anytime I've ever talked about Bonnie, uh, or I've heard talk about Bonnie Hunters, they always seem shady to me. They always do. I actually met a guy, I worked with him at Disney World in Orlando years ago. He was a Bells Bondsman on, like, it was his side job. He would work with me as an actor in the theme park. We, we, we had a, a part of a Jack Sparrow show. He was a pirate with me. And then his night job, he would go, and because I remember when he would come in every day, just red eyed and tired. I'm like, dude, what's going on? And I was like, oh, I had work last night. And he was a bailman, a bail bondsman with oh. like a gun and everything. A bail recovery expert? Yes, that's what he did because he had, I remember he had, he was going through either, I think, a bad thing with his wife or whatever, and he had paid for the child support and everything. And so he was working as much as he could and he got a job doing that thing. So he's almost like a real life fall guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. And instead of being a stuntman, he was a pirate at Disney World. But it, 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 it struck me, too, because he was a little fella. He was probably 5'5". Five five. Not a tough-looking man, but that's what he did. He would go hunt these guys down, and I'm just like... And he explained it to me. Like, you, there was really no... There is no requirement. You mean you have to be licensed to carry a gun, but that's just, you know, go through proper channels, and there's really no... We could be bail bondsmen if we wanted to. Do you want to do it? Frank and Mike's bail bondsmen. Let's do it. All right. Guys, I don't know I'm if I got th- it. I don't know if I got it in me to do it. I'm going to register that webpage, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. What do we get ourselves us. into right now? <laughs> uh, so uh, we do find out, though, of course, uh, we're going to drive you far out of town. Mom's like, you know, you guys lied to me. I'm not. Uh, I'm getting you far away With from the me. knife. Right the, the knife, knife at right him. I knew a lot yeah. of me. you got to get out of here. So my, my boys are going to drive you far out of town. Uh, and you're not going to cross paths with me again. You're not going to cause any trouble. Because uh, even Mac offers, like, just tell us where you're dropping them off, and then we'll pick them so you can get paid. Yeah. And we'll just go and pick them up from that location. Right, right, right. And then I don't understand why they didn't they didn't go for that they're, idea. They're either. honorable. They're kind of like... But... Like, I don't know. You're right. I, it's... Because that's like you're, but you're you still get a complete you're you're you, you, you're what, you're fulfilling your end of the deal. Yeah. So there's nothing yeah. dishonorable about like saying where you're going to pick up. Your Unless bounty. I don't know the bad guys then see that and go, oh, mama and whatever they 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 sold this out. 
But, but I also know, like, wouldn't you want to know who you're getting into business with? Because these are like uh, you know, Armenian you know, terrorist organizations. I don't think they know. I don't think they care. I mean, you would think so, but as honorable as they say they are. But again, is there honor among thieves and all that? Yeah, but I, I feel like this is like, in terms of bounty hunters, I feel like they are, they have like a nice good code of honor. Yeah. You would Trustworthy. Yeah, and especially as, as they wanted to find out the deal between R- Riley and Bozer when they show up. Like you wouldn't do any deep research about this uh, this Armenian guy that's come up to you, and, like know that like he's probably going to double cross us. He's probably not going to pay us. He's probably just right. going to, you know, get yeah. what he wants and then screw us. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Jack and Mac are kind of driven out of town. Uh, Maddie says, you know, all right, this uh, as they talk to her on the phone, like this is gone pear shaped. Uh, we're going to send Riley and Bozer and a t- at a Phoenix tactical unit, get that tactical unit on the field. Yeah. And you know, I will give it up for the Phoenix Tactical Unit. They had a good plan. They just it turned out the rain of water, distracted <laughs> kind, that poor Kind of proved that Mac is useless. <laughs> I, I did like that it was... Uh, they just turned the drain of water on. That was it. And they got him out super fast. And I will say, this works. Because I'm playing the video game Hitman. I don't know if you play video games. Oh, yes. Hitman. That's, I, I, I bought the complete season or whatever, DVD uh, disc of it. And there's one of the things, you know, you could you plan your hits out however you want. And one of the things is you walk by a hose, and you can turn the hose on, and or and it floods the water, and a guy will come by, is like, "Hey, what's going on over here?" And he'll walk, and he's like, oh, "Who left this thing on?" And you can find him, and you can kill him, or you can <laughs> subdue him and take his clothes. Oh, nice! So it works. This would, that, I think this would work. Yeah, that worked out well. I was, it, it, so hey, I give it for Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Tactical Unit. Being They're a, good. Yes, they opened that lock up good. They locked it back up. Yeah. Hey, without nobody knowing the deal. Nope. So, uh, of course, uh, Riley and Bozer are in there. And, man, like, talk about, like, I mean, I guess they're not professional agents, so I can't harp on them too much right, about, right, like, right, not right. really playing cool undercover. No, they're, they're, they're kind of they're, they're losing it. Yeah. Yeah, but you would think Bozer would be decent at it. Like, as an actor and a director, and he likes to make up effects, yeah. like, yeah, you think he'd... But he decides, to, as he tells Riley, like, go way off book. Instead of being roommates, you know, they're newlyweds. <laughs> newlyweds, and the whole phone... Well, he used the phone thing on her. That was cool. That was yeah. funny. And she gave him a look like you. <laughs> that was good. Uh, but I do like Riley's like, you know, she knows that we're faking this. We got to get the heck out of yeah. here. Uh, and even... Oh, you're smart. Yeah. Yeah. And Riley knew what mom was thinking, because she was thinking, like, find out what these two are really all about. Like, oh, I don't you, buy this. You idiot. Why would you do that? Uh, but then Mac and Jack show up and uh, <laughs> and say... I do like how they just decided to scare him. Like, we just want to cover your mouth so you didn't make any noise. Like, really? You couldn't just, like, hey, hey guys. Guys, it's us. <laughs> guys, yes. over here. <laughs> it's over here. <laughs> instead, we're going to make you feel like you're being abducted. Uh, instead, <laughs> We were afraid you were going to say just, something. Miss you. If you, do, if you don't just scream. <laughs> they just thought that was the best thing ever, man. I was I like, know. all right. This is a fun group of pals. But then they realize trouble. Because, hey, right. we got their guy. But no, no, because of this now. They're coming. Yeah, the Armenian guys. And uh, now while they while they have Deckard, they've kind of screwed over the the Coltons. The Coltons. And yes. you know, they're nice people. And I do like Mac just heads right back in. They come up with a plan and he goes right back in there to, uh, hey, mama. What's up? I, I, I know the, the Russian guy. The oh, Armenian guy, yeah. Oh, nice. His name is Tony DeMille. American guy. Oh, awesome. He has such a good look now as, 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 as he's gotten older. I knew him like, 10, 15 years ago in Orlando. Uh, but it's so funny because it shoots in Atlanta, so so many times I see guys on this show. A lot of the stunt people I know, too. Oh, nice. Is but he still based out of there? It's, the show shoots in Atlanta, yeah. Or is he based out of Florida oh, still? He's, no, he's based out of Atlanta. As far as I know, oh, he cool. lives with a group of guys in Atlanta. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
So he was the main bad guy, Tony DeMille. Look at that. It was great to see him, you know, working like that. So That's it's, it's cool. And did awesome. you know until that scene? I had no idea. I guess I'm not friends with him on Facebook because I think he would have said something about it. That's going to be awesome when you're watching. Like, ah! I, I love him. seeing that. I love seeing stuff like that happen. <laughs> uh, so, of course, Billy, uh, our mama and Mac have a little chat. And mm. Mac saying, hey, you know what? You're going to get screwed over by these guys because they don't have any money with them. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Deckard. So, you know, let's help us. Yeah, we'll, we'll help you. Yeah. And uh, a nice little uh, sequence. We see Jack running around with a, ba- <laughs> a canvas sack over his head, I'm acting like he's head cut off. <laughs> uh, Riley uses that her took computer some balls. Skills. That took some balls. Yeah. He knew he was going to get shot at. That's true. I give it as he says. Like he was like you know, uh, he, he's just hoping that these cars don't hit him. He's like hey, as, he's, as he's running. Uh, but Riley, a good example of her being in the field, is she's able to lock down the SUVs. Now, this I guess, I guess. Would happen. I, I don't know. The thing with the wheels, though, was kind of... If it was a Tesla, that could happen. Because they're all computers. Yeah. But I don't know if, like, a Ford Ranger or whatever those things were, if that's to the point yet. But it's plausible. I think that's in with the realm, soon to be. But definitely, I know with Teslas, that's would be a kind of... Because they're all computerized. You can do anything with them like that. Yeah. You could drive it back home if you wanted to. Drive oh. right into the police station. <laughs> there was this girl I was talking to one time, um, not really dating, but I was talking about Teslas and I wanted to get a Tesla. And she's like, no, don't. The government will control you. She was a really big conspiracy theorist, huge, you know, tinfoil hat type girl. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's the envi-. And she's such an environmental girl. I was like, you should love it. The environment. A Tesla. I'm, you know, I, I want to get a Tesla. It's great for the environment. She's like, no, no. Government. They'll have complete control of your car. They can shut it down and do whatever they want with it. You would take you, you know, and I was like, Oh, you gonna you got an iPhone right there? Well, the government could do that to everything about you right now on your phone. So it's just like, whatever. Man, um, I segue. I'm a lot. I'm sorry. No, no, guys. no. That's uh, I'm I'm saying that that relationship my... never got a chance to blossom. No. There. <laughs> that's a shame. Oh, there you go. We did share a love of tacos, though. <laughs> we really did. So at least there was some common ground. Yeah, we did have there common ground over yes. tacos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so uh, I do like uh, so while they take care of that Max inside uh, they start a little fight and he uh, takes Mama's moonshine and uh, aerosolizes it that was so it. weird moonshine and buttermilk pie that's what she was serving him at that one point that's you, ever, right. you ever had moonshine I, I never have I feel like that, that's got to have a mention of kick I, I went to college in, in Florida State which is in Tallahassee which is right around this area of all this you can. I knew Mama's places like that, and all these little diners and, on the highways and stuff. And I had moonshine in college. Oh, woof, woof. That stuff will knock you out. Take the paint off your house, and Ugh. you know, you wake up ten days later and forget who you were. Oh man, is it, is a real difference in like a, like it's, a moonshine hangover? I, I moonshine to me back then. It seems like now though, it's it seems so hipsterish to drink moonshine now because you're drinking out of mason jars. But I'm talking when I was in college. 15 whatever years ago moonshine was the stuff that people would make out in the back of their barn it wasn't like like moonshine you could buy in stores now yeah but back then it was you know this not it's not illegal but it was like the stuff that they would make because they used to know it's cheap to make and terrible it's terrible yeah it's terrible never had an, was, and i'm not yeah. i'm not a liquor drinker as it is and that stuff you know but in college you're cheap you know it's like all it's right free i'll drink this thing that's been distilled through some underwear that's great <laughs> perfect <laughs> let me let me chug this. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> is it good buzz? That's right. <laughs> it's good buzz. <laughs> so Max sprays the guys. Uh, so they they which is uh, cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So they're highly flammable. That's what I like too. I like I, at first I was like, is he making pepper spray? What's going on? But then the whole flammable thing is like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that so was good. If they fire their guns, they're going to burst into flames. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, see now that. To me, I know it's a different situation, but that was so much better than him making nunchucks for, like, yeah. he was in that fighting situation. He could have made nunchucks for mama or something. I don't know. But <laughs> but it was the moon. It was just such a better way to deal with multiple thugs at once. Yeah. I just, and again, it's what was in the room, but I really like that because it, it, you know, and then she's with the candle there with the match. I was yeah. like, oh, that's good. It's good. And I do like afterwards, uh, as they're being taken away, and Billy uh, uh, says, like, I like how you turned a restaurant into a weapon. Yeah. Never seen anybody do that before. Look at that. Hey. Max saves the day. Yes, he does. Uh, but also kind of helps uh, repair something there because uh, Billy and Mama, they've been kind of estranged, uh, kind of like some tension between them uh, because Billy kind of screwed up kinda on like, a previous thing. Yeah, kind of like very similar to Jack and Maddie. Yeah. Uh, so Billy opens up uh, as as ja- as Mac tells Jack, it's like you know, saying sorry just starts the conversation, right? So yeah, uh, so he apologizes. They're able to kind of reconcile, and mm-hmm. so Mac is saying, "Hey, you know, Jack, maybe you should try this with Maddie. At least get the conversation going." Yeah, and so they head back to the Phoenix Foundation, and Jack wants to have a conversation with Maddie, which I I was all for, but I wanted to see that scene. See, so now you and I were talking about our our feelings on Maddie. And I think we're both in agreement, right? Yes. I, I just feel, um, as opposed to the Thornton character who was, I don't want to say boring, because I didn't find her boring, but it was much more subdued, I mm-hmm. think, her, her acting ways. Whereas I feel the actress with Maddie is pushing the tough girl. Do you, uh, yeah, Am I, I could, saying that right? No, like, I, like, do you yeah. feel what I'm saying here? And... It, the reason it struck me the whole because the whole episode I'm like she's pushing it pushing it but then when she was able to just be with with Jack I like the actress then I was yeah. like that's who I want to see and that's why I wanted to see that scene I yeah. wanted to see the two of them having a heart to heart talk about what had happened in their past to kind of kind of uh, kind of drive this wedge in between them right and and I, I kind of think of, it's interesting to see of of an actress. Because of the stature with her, as opposed to just some regular actress that's you know, whatever, um, is it a character choice? Being that she's always, it's it's kind of like a, a girl in the military when you see an actress in scenes where they always feel that they've got to be just as tough as the guys. So it's a choice, and I'm saying from in the acting world, is this actress and this character in her position wherever she's been had to be, um. It's, you, 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 you gotta be tougher than everybody else. Tougher yeah. than everyone else. And, and yes. you gotta put, put there because you know you're not being, you're being looked at as less than or you treat it differently. Yeah, you can't so throw an ounce of weakness at all. Right. So is it an acting choice? Because we do see that side of her at the end where it's like, oh, there's a softness to her. And it's not, and there was a genuineness to the actress and the way she was acting. So I wonder if it was, you know, and, and, and she seems, in, and I remember when she first came on the show, I looked up her resume and stuff. So she's a very uh, prolific actress. She's worked in a ton of stuff. So mm-hmm. she knows she she does her homework. Um, so I wonder if that's a choice, you know, because that I like more than just, hey, I'm the head of this agency. It's a CIA, FBI type agency. I'm gonna, I got to be tough. I got to be, you know, hard as nails. Where yeah. it's just 
surfacey. No, that's true. And it didn't come off as surfacey. But like you said, I think if we had gotten that scene, that would have been so much more heart like you got another layer of her yeah for sure and especially as it's been like the subject of two episodes now like what is this thing about your pet and your it's past? always been there since what since the mid-season she came back yeah. right and so it's like now you finally like at least start the conversation about it why don't you let us see that just i rather i would have like, yeah because I'm, now i'm like okay they've res- i mean it started the conversation they said but yeah. it's kind of taken it off the table now yeah. Right? I mean, it just feels like there's no re- there, there's no reason reason for the team to kind of push. Yeah. Because because they've kind of water under the bridge almost. Yeah. So we've lost it. Unless they didn't have it written out or maybe we'll see that whole episode. Maybe yeah. that's going to be a whole episode where they're dealing with it. That'd be nice. But we do that in the episode, as you're saying, that uh, they uh, yeah, <laughs> they start the conversation. Maddie is now invited over for Truth or Dare. <laughs> And uh, Maddie says, you know what? I, I know all your secrets, Dalton. There's no way you uh, yeah. you can lie. I'll know about it. All right. And Jax wants to get that hot sauce ready. And I was very upset that she didn't say buttermilk pie. She didn't. <laughs> she just said, I got to hear about this. I got to get this pie. Yeah. I didn't I, say buttermilk. And I was like, come on. You said it 15 <laughs> times this episode. Come on. Just one more. One more for the road. It was just so annoying that it was constantly talking buttermilk pie. Hey, uh, you know what? Next week we're gonna get some buttermilk pie, and we'll share it. Together well, we your Instagram with all the food. I'm surprised That's you haven't right. had a piece of that thing yet. I'll find some, and I, I should find us some buttermilk I pie look up and bring bu- us in buttermilk pies. Mm, it's gonna be delicious. <laughs> we'll sit there and we'll eat it as we break down next week's episode of MacGyver. Uh, and so, folks, that's going to do it for this episode, but the fun doesn't stop here. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and give us those five stars on iTunes and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. It was great to hear your thoughts about this yeah, episode. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was very cool. So uh, if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, though, Mike, where can they find you? Find me at Mike Kalinowski on Twitter. You know, I'm here uh, for this show. Do you see movie news, character corner? I'm popping up on Jane the Virgin again this week. My character will be back this week. Still uh, still plugging away over there. That's awesome. A lot of, yeah. I saw a lot of love for, for last week's episode for yeah, you. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There you go. It's uh, pretty cool. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie and check out my Instagram and see all these you pictures of food. You need to check out his Instagram. His yes. hamburger with the mac and cheese bun was the most recent version. Oh, that was God. it. Oh, my goodness. I I needed a nap after I ate that. Jesus. <laughs> I needed a nap just looking at it. <laughs> uh, we'll see you back here next Sunday night, folks, for another episode of the MacGyver After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Seltzer bottle. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 